This is a Color Pencil Podcast, session number 258. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Color Pencil Podcast. Weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much. Hey there, John here. I am your host, and this is the Color Pencil Podcast. Thanks so much for joining, for listening to the show today. I appreciate it. Today, I want to talk to you about four keys to perform a self-critique of your own artwork. So how do you do it? How do you make an assessment of your artwork? Now, we all know some of these traditional methods for trying to get some help with your artwork. You could uh, take a class. You could uh, hire a mentor. Um, there's a whole lot of things that you could do to be able to level up in your artwork. A lot of those things, though, come outside of yourself. And one of the key things in being able, I feel like, to improve in your artwork is to be able to do a self-analysis, do a self-critique. There's a lot of reasons why that's a good thing to be able to do. One thing is you've always got yourself right there with you. You don't have to go chase someone down to be able to get some help. And, you know, you, you can rely on others at the beginning. Obviously, that's uh, something we have to do at the beginning because we don't understand certain things. After a while, you'll be able to perform a self-critique. And so I just want to give you some building blocks here. So I've narrowed it down to only four. All right, so let's dive in here. Now, we've all heard, uh, look at it upside down, uh, look at it sideways, uh, put it across the room, look at it in a mirror uh, to be able to see some of the differences alongside the reference image, get out a ruler and measure some of the differences, uh, ask someone else to give you a critique of it. Uh, the list can go on and on, on a, different, a, a number of different things that you could do outside of yourself even or with some other aids and some helps. So some of these are kind of like mindset, but some of these are purely practical things that I do all the time. And I think they're something that I picked up along the way by talking to other artists and talking to them about what they do. Some of these are extremely helpful in my development, have been for many years. So I want to pass this along. All right. I love it. Let's just dive in here then. So number one, look for specific things. I can't tell you how many times I get a request for a critique and someone says, I don't know what's wrong with it. I just don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not complaining about that. But what I want to help a new artist do is to move past that, that general statement and to get very specific about certain things. Now, I've heard things like this. I can't get... Uh, the hair to pop or I cannot get uh, that glistening uh, sense in the eyes, things like that. That's more specific. Uh, and that's what I want to encourage you to do. You get very um, tactical about exact areas in the composition and exact areas where you see problems, where you notice some uh, problems that are not resolving themselves and it's outside of your knowledge right now to be able to resolve those things. When you get specific about certain things, then what happens is you open up a loop in your mind, you ask a question, you open up a loop, you have to close it. You have to figure out what that answer is. And so if you define what those goals are up front, 
Maybe you've uh, thumbnail sketched already, you've taken some notes about the composition or the exact uh, drawing that you have in mind, and you know what the end goal is going to be. Then when you get tripped up on something, you'll know specifically what the problem is. So being able to define the problem is very close to being able to answer the problem as well. So if you can define it, then you can start working on correcting it. You can start taking measures to resolve the problem. So that's extremely important is learning how to be very specific. So first off, when you look at the piece and you notice something is not quite right, the next question then, if you don't know what it is, is what is right? What's going on well in the piece? What do I actually like about what I'm doing? And then talk about those things, a dialogue in your head. Say it out loud if you need to. Write down notes if you're someone who likes to journal. And talk about the things that are going well in the piece. And then get closer to that area of discomfort, the area that is not going well. And then talk about some things specifically inside those areas that you want to change. Now, if it's a whole thing, you know, uh, then, you know, we've got we've got other problems, right? <laughs> if you say, oh, I just can't stand the whole thing and there's nothing good about it, then I want to encourage you to find at least one good thing about it. All right. So let's move along. Number two, change it in some or in many different ways. And so what do I mean by that? Well, uh, take an image of uh, your particular artwork that you're working on. Uh, get a, a scanned copy of it or take a, a, a digital image of it on your cell phone or something like that. Put it somewhere else. Put it on your computer. Make a thumbnail image of it uh, just by looking at it in a, on a small screen on your iPad or on your phone. Uh, change that image in some way. All right. One thing that works really well for me is changing it to a black and white. Just you know, taking away the color. If you're working in colored pencil, take away the color. Just make it values only, only values, and look at the darks and the lights. Does it stand on its own as a black and white image? And it should. You shouldn't have to look at it and say, oh, yeah, it, it doesn't work like that. It has to be color. No, it should work on its own. As far as composition, it, had, it, it really needs to work on its own as a value piece. All right, so if you've already done that, then look at it uh, from some of these other perspectives. So hype up the contrast then a little bit. Maybe uh, create a posterized version of it. Maybe add different colors into it and change it up. Make it different in some ways after you've created that digital representation of your work. Okay, there you have it. That's number two. All right, so number three, look at it from someone else's point of view. Now, you might be thinking, how, how do I do that? Do I climb into someone else's head and, you know, ask some questions about it? Um, yes, yes, you do, actually. So what, what do I mean? Well, it's very tough to do, admittedly. This is not an easy task. But look at it. Here's what I'm essentially saying. Look at it from a fresh perspective. Look at it as though you were someone else and you've never seen this before. Now, I don't know what you know that looks like for you, but for me, 
Um, it means sometimes I'm going to put it away for a day and I'm going to turn it around and I'm not going to look at it at all. Or I'm going to do something entirely different. Maybe I only have one day, though, uh, to look at it. And uh, so I'm just going to get up and take a walk, a uh, 15-minute walk or so, 50, uh, 30 minutes. Go to the grocery store. Go, go, you know, go to the home improvement store. Go somewhere. Get back. Turn it back around and put it in a different spot the next time. And look at it and think about what would someone else think of this piece what would someone who's never seen this before really think about this piece what are those areas that oh i know it was such a struggle to trouble through that area i i didn't understand what i was doing down here by uh you know the the top of the blouse uh or the collar or uh the edge of the cheek or whatever it is fill in the blank with this tree over here in the background of a landscape Whatever it is, and you know how much you struggled with that, but look at it and don't think about the struggle. Don't think about all the things that went into all the laborious tasks that you had to undertake to be able to make it look the way it is right now. And then ask yourself, does it look good? <laughs> you know, be critical in, in that spot uh, and everywhere and think to yourself, does that does that pass? Does it, does it look okay? Does it, is it something that's compelling that somebody viewing it would, would say, wow, I want to just stop and look at this for a while? Or on the other hand, um, you know, it, and this happens to all of us, I'm putting myself in this boat as well. It, do you look at it and say, oh, wow, I know it was a real struggle for me to render this port, this portion over here, but I, I've run out of time or I've done, you know, fill in the blank. Uh, I've this, I got to submit this or this is due to the client and I don't have time to fix it. Or do I <laughs> be critical, be critical from someone else's viewpoint. Don't think about whether you think it's good enough. Think about what a viewer might think about it. Okay, let's move along then. I won't beat a dead horse. Number four, my fourth and final, be nice, be kind to yourself. Be realistic, but be nice to yourself. You're doing a great job. You're learning something that is difficult to learn. It has taken years and years for most people to master something that often newcomers to art want to master overnight, and it just doesn't happen that way. So be nice, be kind to yourself, but also be realistic. Realize that this is incremental. It, it takes steps. It takes reps. It's not done in one day and it's not done in one drawing. You've got to put in the reps. You've got to put in the time and it will happen. But be nice to yourself. Don't say, oh, this is trash. Oh, I, I just can't believe I even drew like this. I, I cannot believe that I did this awful. Uh, this, this is horrible. No one would ever like this. Uh, be nice to yourself. Look at the good parts of it and talk about the things that stand on their own that you just executed very well on and appreciate those things. Look back at it in a different way and from a different perspective and admire your work and pat yourself on the back for the good job that you did do. You deserve that. All right. 
Some of the obvious things, if you don't know already, are, yes, to compare against uh, the actual photo, to get out a ruler, get out a divider, uh, just use your pencil sometimes, use your, your thumbnail, um, something like that. And we all know those things, but I want to review very quickly then in closing the four key things to performing a self-critique. Number one, be specific. Look for specific things. Number two, change it in some way so you can see it from the values and from a thumbnail, a smaller um, composition. Number three, look at it from someone else's viewpoint. And number four, be kind, but also realistic. Okay, guys, there you have it. Uh, shorter show today, obviously. And I want to remind you that I've got a Q&A show coming up. And what I want, I wanted to do something a little bit different. And what I want to do is have some voice recordings. So I've got a few. I'd like to get some more. And, uh, you know, this isn't anything elaborate. You don't have to give your name if you don't want to. But just go over to sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. Over on the right-hand side, you'll see uh, a little tab over there. And it will... Um, it's just kind of floating around over there, and it'll say, record a voice memo. You can click on that, record me a voice memo. There's a chance to re-record it, whatever. Um, or you can just you know, grab your cell phone and record a memo, wrap it up in an email, podcast at sharpenedartist.com, fire it off to me, ask me anything at all uh, related to art, and uh, you know we'll tackle that. So I'm looking forward to that. It should be a lot of fun. As always, you can uh, reach out at that email address I just gave, podcast at sharpenedartist.com. This is a weekly show. It uh, comes out every single Monday at 3 a.m. And I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.